We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want to be, be better. No, no, that word didn't work. <laughs> okay, yeah. we, we want, want to be, be better. better. Hello, everybody. This is uh, no fuck. That's fucked. No, we're going to do that again. <laughs> No, do not. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Because we're we going to keep it. Gonna, we want to be better. I'm just going to show my flaws. See that I'm I'm not the best radio announcer. I was trying to say, though, that this episode is about you. And this is about people writing into us, wanting advice. We want to be better, for sure. We're trying to do things mm. that better us. But sometimes people want to ask us advice Mm. on how they can be better. Not necessarily be better, just general advice. Look, it's becoming very loose. (laughs) This show (laughs) is so fluid. It's very fluid. It's a a fluid show. The concept is (laughs) We do what? (laughs) It's about being ourselves. See, this is the thing. We want to be better, but we can't can't always do... I think, I think it's important to point out it's called we want to be better, not we, we are, are getting better. Like we're, we want to. Everyone wants to be better, right? But it, uh, am I yeah. going to do anything to change it? Probably not. Yeah. I'll talk about I it. I want to be better at running, but I just like, <laughs> yeah. I love Netflix and eating food. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't really like moving. So so we, this is one where we sometimes take callers, sometimes people will write in. in. Yeah. Um, today we have two people. On kind of different spectrums with their relationships. They're both in heterosexual relationships, mm-hmm. but um, on pretty sort of different ends of things. Yeah. And uh, they both want to be anonymous. So we're going to so, yeah. read out their messages yeah. and we're going to try and give advice. Yeah. Again, I'm just going to say <laughs> right up the top of the episode <laughs> yeah. that. Um, we're not qualified. <laughs> oh no, we're not qualified. <laughs> this is we don't want to get in any yeah, trouble. I have no qualifications whatsoever. Like <laughs> not even I, I've got high school equivalent. Like high school is the highest I've got. I've gone to uni, didn't graduate. Like I've gone to TAFE, didn't finish. I don't have anything yes, qualifications do. to my name. Radio school. Yeah, I don't know how much that counts though. <laughs> yeah. It's not we're a qualification. Good, it's not like I have talking crap. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you didn't mention that was something to be qualified in. I got um, PhD, I got a certificate for good handwriting in grade four. So oh shit. So I'm yeah, a I got little one in, step above you. I got one in year three, so I beat you to it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. So look, license in grade one. <laughs> so the first one that we're going to read out um, is an absolute problem for a twenty-something. Is how it started. Okay, but this is what the message says. What do you do if you've gotten with a guy a few times? That you're kind of genuinely interested in, but you oh, kind, kind of, of genuinely <laughs> interested in. Okay, that's kind of genuinely that. Okay, yeah, right. That goes back. Okay, so kind of genuinely interested in. A little bit of an oxymoron. But you just don't know if he's that interested at all, and he is kind of a fuckboy. In brackets, like definitely knows how to pull. Close bracket. Like, should I just leave it and ignore it as a self? preservation thing or like do something and explore my feelings question mark question mark question mark he is kind of a friend slash friends with all my friends so i don't really want to be embarrassed how can we uh, help right so, so straight up let's define fuck boy oh fuck i think boy. that's like the key word <laughs> okay fuck boy you want a definition so of fuck boy is not- sorry before when i said i had no phd or qualifications <laughs> i am fully qualified in fuck boy i would like to point that out sorry i that slipped my mind it's not 
a boy you fuck because those ones are fine. That, oh yeah, that's you can a fuck a boy. That's a boy boy but, fuck. Yeah, that's a boy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's fuck boys, there's fuck which boy. are boys that fuck you around. That's yes. it. So you go. You tell the, me what the it term is. technically for a fuck boy is someone that leads you on. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, they fuck you. They definitely fuck you. That's where the fuck comes from. But then they, they ghost you. you. Over. Yeah, they fuck you over and they ghost you over. And the thing about a fuck boy is um, they'll tell you one thing and then do another. And they, and this is the reason. So anyone out there that's like, what's a fuck boy? I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to give you the dirty <laughs> on the fuck boy. She's just put on a white coat <laughs> and some I've goggles. Got, yeah, I've got some goggles. I have got a <laughs> stick and I'm pointing to a whiteboard. But basically... A fuckboy will do this thing where you'll be like, hey, like, what are we? What are we doing? Yes. Now, fuckboy will say to you, why don't we just keep doing what we're doing, right? Like, we're just chilling. We're just chilling out. Oh. Now, the reason fuckboy does this is because fuckboy doesn't want to fuck over his- He doesn't want to clock block, cock block himself for the future because he doesn't know who he's going to meet tomorrow. And if he is to say to you, like, oh, yeah, we're exclusive, then that might mean he might miss out on... Some someone else tomorrow. He wants all these options. He wants to keep his options open, right? So fuckboy will be like, no, nah, we're just chilling, right? Mm. So the thing about it, though, fuckboy expects you to be exclusive. This is the, the fuckboy yes. thing. So they like to pull you along and keep give you just enough. So let's say, for example, here's a, here's a fuckboy example. You're at a party, right? And fuckboy's there and you're there and there's some chick talking to fuckboy, Okay. And you get upset because he's flirting with her. He she, might even kiss she's this just girl, a lovely right? Woman. She yeah, doesn't she, know that he's she doesn't fuck know, boy. but so he's, she, yeah, yeah, he's fuckboy, right? And you get upset. Now, fuckboy says, "Hey, I told you we're just chilling out, okay? Don't get upset." Now you're the hysterical girl, okay? You've got to cool it down. You're just having sex with fuckboy. He, you, the terms were really loose. He's like, mm-hmm. "No, we're just chilling out." But roles reversed, yes. and you're at the party, and he's not talking to anyone, but you start talking to a guy. <clears throat> oh, now fuckboy's got a fucking problem. Fuckboy's like, hey, what the fuck? I would never do that in front of you. Like, I was standing right there. Classic fuckboy. Because he wants you to himself, but he doesn't want to have to give all himself to you. Yes. That's a fuckboy. Yes. Yeah. Now, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, fuckboy is a head pusher. Oh! <gasps> But he doesn't give head. No, he doesn't no. give head, but he'll push you down so fast. Yeah. Yes. And he'll put his hands on the back of your head <laughs> and he'll, yes, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But he will never, ever, no. ever give nah. head because he, he is a head. fucking fuckhead of a fuckboy. <laughs> He's a fucking fuck fuckboy. <laughs> Did we make sure we put explicit on this podcast? Like all Is podcasts. it not on every one of our podcasts? I would have thought it was, but okay. I don't know how many times we can say fuck in one little tiny yeah, fair section. Call, fair call. Um, good. Thank you, Bianca, yeah. for bringing that knowledge to the table. I don't know how that helps our listener. Okay, let's go back to, let's the go listener. back to the message. <laughs> what did she so, say? So it sounds like they're just. She said he's kind of a fuck boy. In brackets or something. Bracket like definitely knows how to pull. So I'm not saying that he. She's not saying that he is pulling. He just knows yeah, how to play see, the game. I think that, yeah. How do you interpret that? <laughs> this is hard when we don't have them on the line because now it? we have to guess. We have to guess. Like, what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> so he's kind of a fuckboy, like definitely knows how to pull. I don't know if that means like before they were sleeping together, he was fucking around and being a fuckboy. Because it's okay that he's sleeping with other people <laughs> yeah, that's if okay. like you haven't laid it out on the line. Yeah. Oh, it's a tricky one. So I event uh, when I first read this, I thought, "Fuck him off." 
And I straight but away you went, said something no. else. I said, I said, tell the truth. And then you're like, oh, you wear your heart on your sleeve. <laughs> I'm on. I'm the heart on your oh, sleeve. Yeah, I know. Because we got our heads tattooed on each other. And <laughs> inside a heart. Inside a heart. So, and yeah. I literally have it on my sleeve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think. So you would say, be honest. I, I think the thing is, if you do nothing, you're still going to feel some weird, mm. not like you're going to have emotions anyway. Right. right. I just think that if you – I think she's, like, a little bit worried about putting her feelings out there and then being reje- um, rejected yeah. um, because she said she wanted to self-preserve. Yes? Yes. And are you really self-preserving if you're not sure anyway, like if you're being strung on? Right. Because I don't think that's self-preservation anyway if you don't say anything. Yeah. I understand there's, like um, – sort of a humiliation you feel when you get rejected. But you don't have to go, hey, I'm just letting you know I like you. Do you like me? You don't have to be like that. But you can definitely do the, mm. I'm just wondering, like, what is this? What and is this? And then if he And if says, he says the fuckboy thing that you said before. Yeah, like, oh, we're just chilling. But call him out. Yeah, then be call like, oh, out. just like, I'm so sorry, but fuck to the boy, I've got to bounce and then get rid of him. Yeah, you're right. I think there is this thing in society where sleeping with someone, because to me, if I'm continuously sleeping with someone and, yeah, I go to parties and, like, in front of people we hook up and then we go home and we're, it's like, a guaranteed that we're going to be hooking up that night and we go and do things that are not just fucking, like he'll come over and watch a movie or we'll go and get food. Yes. That to me is emotional and I think that, like, that is not just fucking. If, so, if you have someone that calls at 3 a.m. and they literally come well, over, you should know fuck what you, that and is. then leaves, you know that yeah. that's, like, just Well, I sex. assume that this person is saying that they're kind of dating. <laughs> if they she says are she's just- not over. She says, I've gotten with a guy a few times. Oh, I don't God. know what that means. Like gotten with, yeah. Are you just sleeping together? Okay, maybe we should give her two options. If you are just sleeping together yeah. and a few times, like define a few, three. Don't think you should be coming on so strong. Like just chill mm. out a little bit, enjoy the ride. Like just relax. Mm. Um, yeah. But if you have, are going out for coffee and you're doing yeah. things in the daylight, yeah, that's all in big the daylight. One. That's daylight. Big one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Uh, without the group of friends that seem to be hanging yes, around. without the group of friends. Just you two. That's okay, a little bit different. That's the time. And the thing, yeah, I mean, I would also like to just point out, and don't forget this, never forget this, but boys aren't necessarily fuck boys, but they're also just fucked, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm not joking, and I hate to say that, but, like, I'm not, I'm honestly not kidding. Some of them are just so... They can't see the forest from the trees. And I'm going to give an example. I have, And you don't mean that just before all the like oh, guys come at us. Yeah. You don't even mean that in a mean way. You actually... I mean it in an endearing way. Like, well, they, they just can't... Yeah, yeah. like, I, I'm not saying, like, that they're... Okay, look, I had two friends that were sleeping together, right? And one of them, the guy, was having a birthday party. Okay? Oh, God. Right? I, yeah. And he didn't invite the girl he was sleeping with, which... Is weird because they talk every night. They slept with each other every night that week. He made the birthday event, didn't invite her. 
She was with him the day of the birthday party and he never brought it up, right? See, so that, I still think that I think that's fuckboy. Right. No, I don't think that that's hopeless. But um we, I'm sorry, that's no excuse. But then, yeah, like so this is the thing where we're all like, well he clearly didn't want you at the party. Mm. Basically. Because sorry we actually it. invited her to the event because we were like, oh, he must have forgotten mm. you. And so she got invited and then he still didn't bring it up to her when she went to his house that night. She slept over, spent the whole day with him and then he was like, all right, see ya. Still didn't say like, see you later tonight, knowing full well that she'd seen the event. Like it's so weird, right? That's fuck boy. And then the next morning messages her and he's like, oh, what are you up to today? I've got a really bad hangover. And she's like, oh, really? I did nothing last night, so I'm fine. Um, <laughs> and he just genuinely, she just said straight out, why the fuck didn't you invite me to your party? Like what was that? Mm. She's like, you have two options. If you want to be just sleeping with me, that's totally fine. She's like, but then I don't understand why you have to text me all fucking day and yes. have me over all the time. She's like, you don't get it both ways. So she's like, if you wanted to just be fucking me, she's like, the night you should have invited me to the party. She's like, you should have invited me regardless. She's like, it's really weird that you didn't. And he was like, I honestly just thought you were coming. I think that... Um I think that men have this assumption that women always do want a relationship or something, and that's not the case. They just need to be better at communicating what they want as yeah. well. I think... Oh, <laughs> and this is another thing I'd like to point out. The guys are always like, oh, I don't want to like, settle down just yet in case something better comes along. That's essentially what they're doing. They're like, oh, I don't want to mm. like tie myself to you in case something better comes along. Mate, we are females you are lucky to be even in our beds, okay? Grab what you can when you can, okay? I don't know why you're acting you're like... You're breathing the, the same yeah, air. You're breathing the same <laughs> air as me. You're inside my vagina. Just shut up and take what you're given, okay? I don't understand whether yeah. just like... Like, you're... We, I think women do put up with so much shit from heterosexual men. Like, and this is the thing. Why does it have to be the, the fuckboy that gets to define what the relationship is? Why is it always him that gets to set the rules? Do you yeah, know what I mean? okay. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, it's bullshit. And I don't know why we as women are always just like putting up with things like, oh, yeah, he's got gingivitis and his gums bleed on me, but he's all right. I'll let it go. Like, that is a direct, that's a direct example. example of someone oh, that I know. Fuck. But, you know, <laughs> we let it go. We let so much fucking shit slide. Forgetting that, like, we're fucking goddesses and, like, they're lucky to share the same earth as us, let alone our bodies, like, and our beds. Do you know what I mean? Are you all right? Do you need a Valium? I'm angry now. (laughs) Fuck. Okay, so what we're trying to say is just, like, take control of the situation. (laughs) Just take control. Put it back into your, you know, the ball is totally in your court. Yeah. Take control. Be assertive. If he doesn't give you the answer that you Mm. want, okay. Then, then decide from yeah. there what you want to do about it. Yeah. But you're never going to know unless you say anything. But as well, like, be honest and say, you know, I like you or I see something You going. really think saying that? I do because mm. the thing is, but don't don't be, like, afraid that he's not going. Like, don't say, mm. oh, I don't want to say, say anything in case he's, like, he gets freaked out and leaves. If that's the case, then he's not fucking worth it anyway. Do you know what I yes. mean? Because you're, what's going to happen? You're going to just still be in the same situation for the next six months wondering like, oh, but we've been sleeping together for three months now. He must really like me. Like probably fucking no, he doesn't if he's not going to commit to you. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like if they want to commit, they'll and commit. And also there is – it's weird that we think that it's humiliating to come out and say that we like someone or love someone and then get rejected and that people will look at us weird. Wow, big freaking whoop de doo that – you were a nice person and you were like spreading love and yeah. liking someone. It is not humiliating. 
You know, yeah, it's not. I wee my pants in front of people and stuff. It's okay. Yeah, like, okay. Don't, it's honestly you don't need to fine. do that. I'd like to point out, but yeah, it's like humiliating is um, being an asshole. You know, that's yeah. humiliating. You know, being, being caught rude out. to wait staff or something. Oh, yeah, that's Just being a bitch and being caught out yeah. on it or whatever it is. That's it. But just like liking someone and then being rejected and then everyone finding out is not the biggest deal. No. It's okay. Yeah, I'm like I had a fuckboy sitch once where a guy um he he liked me and then like oh his ex kind of came back into the picture and then he was stringing me along but he still wanted her and he couldn't understand which one he wanted and I just said you know what I'm not a consolation prize you don't if you can't make your mind up and you're on the fence then it's a no from me you're either all in my court or you're not and that's fine but you don't get it you don't get me so put your heart out there yeah and then yeah just see what happens from there that's our that's our advice (laughs) and if anyone is dealing with a fuck boy if anyone Fucking has a up. different opinion, maybe you could go to our Instagram and write on a picture or something. Maybe we should put something up and write some advice as well. Yeah. If you've got advice for this person, you can also give some, yeah, share some advice. Okay, this one's a little bit longer and I'm going to try So we've gone from a relationship that is not really a relationship, it's just starting, to someone that is in a relationship but is thinking about leaving. Yes. So I'm going to skip through a bit because this person wants to be anonymous and I don't want to give anything away. Too many details. Too many details. So um, this person's been with her partner for just over a year and everything's been great. I love him deeply and see myself marrying him is what they say. He's a very self-aware guy and is very honest about the hang-ups that he has. But a few weeks ago, they went out and essentially he had more alcohol than anyone else. So this is where the story takes off. We both had alcohol, but he clearly consumed far more than anyone else there. So I brought him home. When we got back, it was like a switch was flipped and for no apparent or obvious reason, he turned into a complete monster. He started to scream at me. He took all of my deepest insecurities slash worries and threw them back at me. He ended our relationship repetitively. Repetitively? Repetitively? Yeah. He said some of the nastiest things that have been said to me by anyone. I cried and cried, begged him to take a shower and to sober up, sleep on the couch, anything just to make it stop. But it was like he couldn't even hear me. His eyes were glazed over and it was like there was no one in his head. Um, so she finally gets him to bed. He wakes up the next day. He's horrified. He can't really remember. He doesn't remember anything. Um, she tells him, you know, what happened. And she's like, we're over, basically. She's like, you've got five. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to get home from work. You have to give me five ways that you're going to fix the damage. And she was going to make her decision up on their relationship mm-hmm. once she got home. And then I'll read the rest. Uh, He came over that night with a very heartfelt, tearful and genuine apology. He's since gone to therapy sessions, his own idea, and AA meetings, also his idea. Though I think alcohol was more of a fuel rather than the base issue. It's been a few weeks and he still wakes up tortured by dreams of the night in question. I've forgiven him and he's stuck to his promises so far by attending these therapy sessions. I think they're working because there hasn't been an issue since, but I can't help wondering, am I intentionally ignoring a massive red flag? He speaks about it honestly and openly when I need to talk about it, but am I naive to think there will never be a repeat? I just need some girl-on-girl advice because I have purposely not told my close friends as I don't want this one episode to taint Mm -hmm. their opinion of my partner. I think it's important to note that on 
every other level, he is the perfect boyfriend. Okay. Well, first, I'd just like to say that I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah, like, I That absolutely sucks. And um, that's not fair that you had to go through that. And it's really hard. And again, mm. just want to say, like, this is a big issue. Oh, big time. And we are not qualified no. or anything like that. This is just like friends sitting around giving advice. Um, yeah. It's not really advice. It's almost just like a chat. And I think that this type of thing happens in relationships way more, way more than, than we realise. Yeah. And especially in this country where alcohol is just so normalised. So We've talked about alcohol before and, you know, um, just everything and about the society that we live in. Mm. And it's almost, yeah, it's not just normalised. Sometimes it's glamorised and... yeah then people find themselves in positions like this and they do feel quite alone mm-hmm. and they're not sure what to do. Yeah. So I just want to say, yeah, start off, I'm so sorry that you had to go through yeah, that. that's awful. Also, I totally know the feeling of when you have something bad happen and you don't want to tell your friends or... Your mum. Your mum you is never the want worst. To tell your mom. Yeah. Because whatever you tell them, <laughs> yeah. one, they become more worried than you're worried. I, I reckon... Oh, yeah. They get so consumed by it because it, it's not in their control. You're the one that's choosing certain paths yeah. or whatever. It's not in their control. So they worry sort of more than you can yeah. worry because they don't know what else to do. Plus, maybe you do get over it and you're just worried about the the judgment then. So maybe yeah. you can get over that hurdle. Yeah. But it's that continual judgment. I mean, I remember as yeah. a child, like just having a fight with another kid, Ooh. I would get over it like within 24 hours. And my mum would bring it up, you know, seven years later. She's yeah. like, remember that time remember that she that time. stole your scissors? Oh, they never they forget. Never yeah. Forget. They'll hold a grudge on your behalf. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So I think that, um, yeah. I think that it's really valid sometimes to want to talk to an independent party. And yeah. Like we're super honoured that you wrote in. Yeah, thank but you. This, you know, they are not just psychs. Like so I love my mm. psychologist, but there are just like counsellors and stuff too, and he- yeah. um, helplines and things. If you do want to ever like talk to someone that is independent and that you're not worried is gonna the like, judgment, the judgment yeah. so far down the track, a hundred percent because it it's everlasting. It's like if yes. a partner gets cheated on, it's they don't want to tell their friends because they're like, oh. Yeah. But I still love it. Like, it's a hard one. It's, it's it hard is one. really hard. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I, we yeah. all we understand. We understand not 100%. Okay, um, B, look, I just have no experience with yeah. this. And I, geez, that's like so lucky. Yeah. I have never had a family member well, Close in my life or relationship. Like, I just have no one that has ever drank that's been abusive. <laughs> oh, well, in my I have. Life. Yeah, I definitely have. Yeah. So. Not a partner, but someone that was very close to me. I don't want to give it away, but um, something, and, and this is exactly what you said in your letter. Um, oh, I don't know what we should say. Caller call two. Let's call her caller two. Um, <laughs> it's exactly what caller two has said. Um, it's not necessarily alcohol that is the problem. Because there is a deep-seated issue and the problem is is that substances like alcohol can fuel it and if it if it's one of those people that makes them aggressive when they drink, then they just can't touch alcohol and that's that's it. So but your bottom line is... No alcohol. He 
No, never. Not even touched. I know this for a fact because I do have someone that's had this and essentially they're a different fucking person. They get – and because, you know, there's all different types of drunks. you got Mm. your your funny drunks, you've got your – slurry drunks, you got your crying drunks, your emotional drunks, your deep and meaningful drunks, and then you do have your aggressive drunks and your violent drunks. And if someone mm. is an aggressive and violent drunk, unfortunately, they just can't drink. There's it's never gonna it's never gonna work. It's like um some people smoke marijuana and they are fine. Some people smoke it and get crazy anxiety and unfortunately it's just not gonna work for you. So just you know you just, your limits. You, you just can't do it. Yeah, you've got to know. And if someone yeah. is going through this with alcohol substance, I'm really sorry you can't do it. And that and it's harder to give up alcohol because, one, as you said, it's so prevalent in our society. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's really hard to say you get a promotion at work and they're like, oh, let's pop the champagne. Oh, I mean, it's everywhere. You it's go to a sporting everywhere. match. You it knock off everywhere. from work. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, even I've got to the point where online, yeah. I mean, I know it's a joke and, like, we've got to lighten up and all that, but... A trend that I have seen is parents talk about, you know, drinking wine to cope with kids. And I, I get it. Like, it's a bit of a laugh. And, and you and I drink. Like, we drink. Mm. We're not we're not trying. And we have been drunk. Yeah. Um, so recently. Like I do, <laughs> pretty recently. <laughs> I'm not yeah. drinking for a long time. But, like, and I'm not going to turn around and, like, be a total hypocrite because yeah. that's also not helpful. But, yeah, like... You know, we laugh it off. We laugh this off that mm. people are like, "Oh, my kids have been so hard. I've just got to drink myself silly tonight." Yeah. And like, we've all of the mum bloggers holding yeah. wine yeah. in every photo now. Like, I yeah, we've done that in our videos. Like, yeah. and it, gosh, like it is, it is a probably. Yeah. We need to probably stop normalising it. For the rest of us, yeah. like, um, this caller obviously we'll get to hers, um, very specifically in a second, but. For the rest of us that are listening to this story, I think this is a reality check that we also need to address our behaviour mm. around these things because people do find themselves in this situation. Yeah, 100%. And I'm not saying that we can't have a good time or that we have to give up drinking, yeah. though, but we just have, like probably need to be mindful that... It's, it's funny, until you have someone that has had alcoholism or has been aggressive with alcohol or you yourself have struggled with alcohol... You don't. You're kind of blind to to it about mm-hmm. how much society mm-hmm. holds it up, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it does, and it's so difficult. It's so hard. It's like um, it's kind of the thing where, you know, you're like, oh, I'm not drinking tonight. Oh, fuck. like it, particularly I for know. men. Particularly for men. Oh, I'm not drinking tonight. Oh, and I don't like this word, but oh, you fucking pussy. Like, yes. you know. Oh no, you've got to be able to drink 15 beers tonight, otherwise you're not a man. Do you Is know it, what I mean? It, and absolutely. It's very much like that. And it's funny mm. because when we talked about veganism, we were like saying that. So yeah. veganism, like, you know, it's like an attack on your masculinity yeah. if you don't, if you, you know, if you do that, yeah, uh, and be a vegan. And it's like the opposite with drinking. Like yeah. even the way that drinking is marketed to people, like you know, the type of drinks that women drink and the type of drinks that yeah. men drink. And it, yeah, and it is especially like get around with your mates. Like yeah. it's it's bad. Yeah, and like, but obviously, I enjoy a drink or two. So I mean, I'm not gonna say that like you you shouldn't drink because obviously I do do it and I'm not going to sit here on like a mm. tower of ivory and act no. like because obviously I'm a vegan I would never sit on a tower of ivory but I, <laughs> I, um, I just want to say yeah like it is it is a crazy thing and alcohol substance is, is something that's bad and, and essentially um, to this caller yeah 
the base issue needs to be fixed, but I'm not saying that it's going to fix the problem necessarily. Yeah. This is – alcohol just isn't helping and alcohol should just be something that they can't touch, essentially. Yes. Just don't yeah. do it. Okay. They need to okay. quit alcohol. Like, I'm just going to be totally, brutally honest. Okay. This caller is asking, is there a red flag? Oh, 100%. That's a red flag. Of so course th- it's a red flag. Okay. But so if it's a red flag, does that mean leave? No, it doesn't. Like, okay, this is... But to me, like, it does. when I listen to true crime and people are like, red flag, red flag, mm. that means that was that was the sign, come on, get out. Oh, like, and it depends know. on the red flag. If they're upping your insurance and cutting, like, digging a grate <laughs> for you and, like, lying plastic in the bathroom, oh, that's a red flag. When they flag. take out insurance yeah. and, like... You're a, you're not even working. Yeah. They take out a million dollars. No, you? yeah. When they start measuring your body and building a box <laughs> around the measurements, that is a red flag. But this is like, yeah, it's a red flag, of course. I'm not saying that like, and I'm not saying it means that you have to leave them. It's not a red card. It's not a red card. It's a yellow card. It's like, okay, right. this is something that we have to deal with. But it can be dealt with. It's just, yeah, you've... It's like there's two choices, right? There's two choices... Leave or stay? So oh, give, give advice then. So there, there is literally two yeah. choices. One is to leave or stay. One is to but stay. But if you choose to stay, and this is the thing. So uh, I've dealt with this before where someone that I was very close to was kind of going through something and I made the decision because I loved them so much that I was going to help them through it. And I'm telling you, it is a fucking journey and it's really difficult. So if you are not up for that task then leave. If you want to have a relationship that's just like all rosy and easy, then leave and find that. But if you love this person and you genuinely want to be there for them, then stay. But it's not going to, it's going to be hard and it's going to break your fucking heart every time that they relapse, every time that they get angry. It's going to happen and it's going to break you fucking you a definitely thousand think times. That someone will relapse. Yeah. And yeah. it will, it's going to happen. But and it breaks your fucking heart. Like, trust me, I've had someone that has stayed sober for six months and then has one fucking drink and turns that's and that's it. And you and you can't get angry at them. Like, it's hard because it's like I'm not enabling you specifically, but you know, it's it's really so hard. You're saying if you choose to stay, you're gonna have to do. Or the you work are like and in be, for the hard yard. And when they stuff up, again, oh yeah, you can't, you have to be there. You can't saying. say to them. If you have one drink, I'm out. I was going to say, what about just like setting boundaries so that it's like really clear if you drink, mm. then I've got to leave. But no. that's that's not productive. This no. is this person's obvious got it obviously got a problem, so that's unrealistic. Yeah. You're saying, and the problem isn't the alcohol, as I think what she's saying. I think that there is a deep seated issue, and that's what they need to work mm-hmm. through. And and I don't think I don't know if anyone else has ever been with someone that has had some sort of childhood trauma or a sexual assault. Working through that with someone is hard. Like, you know, you have to be there for them and you have to understand that they're going to have really bad days and sometimes they're going to take it out on you, but you just kind of have to be there and wear the shit. I don't even know how to explain Mm. it, but you just have to weather the storm. Um, If you're not prepared to do that, and I'm telling you it's going to be hard work, but if you're not prepared to do that, then you should leave. But also, like, if you do bunker down and are prepared to do that, but it does escalate. Like I do want women to know that yeah, they can no, you leave. Can, you can leave, but don't um you can't set unrealistic expectations to be like you mm. like you can say to him, like, you know what, if you yell at me again, I'm out. And that's fine. And but you have to leave. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you can't have to follow through. You can't do the thing of being like, if you yell at me, I'm leaving, and then leave for a night it's and like, then come back. This is so not the same, but it reminds me of when you count to three with your kids and you're like 
when you get to three, you have to do three. Like one, if you don't get into your room right now, one, two, three. Okay, why why would you you not do the three? No, because lots of people just do one, two, and the kids start running and then you hope that you never have to say three. Oh, you hope you never have to do the three. So it's sort of like a, a... an empty threat. Right. You, but sometimes they just don't do mm. it. And you, when you get to three, you actually have to yeah. follow through. You have to have something. What, what's on the other side of that? You, Yeah, you can't. Well, this is it. Like, uh, I do know someone. Oh, no, sorry. I know a lot yeah, of shitty well. people, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, so someone that I knew um, was not drinking, um, living with their girlfriend, doing really, really well, and then had, yeah, a fucking relapse um and the girlfriend was like if you do this one more time like i'm not joking it's over i'm done mm-hmm. okay a couple of weeks go by he does it again so she's like get out of my fucking house throws all of his stuff out and she's like it's over changes the locks she's mm-hmm. done right now that's the way to do it because you're like yep okay i've given you the chance you fucked up mm-hmm. I, it, it's done right he leaves two days later oh you can come back now Oh yeah, right. That is not the way to do it. So also, like, you so you know, back clear. to the two options. Yeah, right? two so options. So leave and say. Yeah. If you leave, you need to leave and mm. not give hopes for the future. There no, needs to be don't. none of this. Like, look, I'm not doing it, but like, we can be friends. Like, you need to cut it, mm. and that's cut it. Your is that what you're saying? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And as well, though, and this is a thing: if someone is going through a really tough time. We always feel this thing that we have to handle them with kid gloves and be like, well, I couldn't leave him now because he's going through such a rough time. Um, It is not your responsibility to – like you have to look out for yourself just as much as you should look out for others. So if you're literally like in this hellhole and you're like, this relationship is doing me so much damage and I can't handle it anymore, um, then you have to leave. Like the person that I was helping, um, it became so hard for me to do and I just had to say, like, please, I, I need a break. I can't do this. The thing is you cannot look after other people if you're not looking after yourself. 100%. So don't you think, like, do that. yeah, and you can't do this thing of being like, oh, I don't want to leave them because, like, what if they do something? Like, it's not, you can't well, you do can that. Well, you can look after other people. you can look after people. You can, you can look after other people if you're not looking after yourself, but you can't do it properly. Your defences are down. Oh, 100%. And, and, and it just doesn't end up being, a, like, a good life does it so mm. i think that we've given the best advice that we can i think give. that's the best we can do but i, think- I mean and the thing is like you know maybe it's all sorted out maybe it was just a one-off incident but um definitely like the fact that he has gone he's signed up for aa and he's going to a yeah. site gives me a lot of hope yeah this because like that's usually good. the hardest thing is for them to do that and like for someone to go through that experience and that's the first time it's happened mm. and actually see like holy shit i've fucked up i've done a really bad thing i'm gonna go get help that's very fucking hopeful i don't think they're gonna have to need to break up but if it's someone that that happens and you're like can you please get help because that was really scary for me and you and they her. and they don't do it. You you can't help people that don't want to help themselves. So essentially, like they need to be able to go and well, you seek can help. help people that don't want to help themselves to a certain extent. I have yeah. sort of lived through a little bit. Yeah, of but that. Annie, you can't like if someone is not going to go see a psychologist when they need to, and they really need to, and you're not a qualified psychologist. What more can you do? Literally done that. Been there. Yeah, but they need to go. Like if they they're, if they're like, go. no, I don't want to go because I don't actually need it. Well, then it's like, the you one need thing help. for me was um, 
like um, with the person that I knew and I love. Um, they didn't want to do that, but that was when I had to get other people involved. So that that was what it took for me, and it, and it's not directly related to alcohol at all. Yeah, but just general like mental health and things like yeah. that. Um, it became very sort of almost like secretive. They'd tell me everything and be like, don't. Right. And they'd put it all on me. Yeah. So everything would be on me. I'd be carrying around the weight yeah. of all their worries, worrying about them constantly. And I said, you need to go. And then I had to make an ultimatum of you go, otherwise I'm telling people. And obviously they didn't follow through. So I had to tell people. And when more people got involved, then there was just a little bit more peer pressure. But I think yeah, it's look. Mm. Everything is like a again shades of grey. There's going to be different ways that yeah. work for other people. But I, you know, I um, sympathise with this person. I cannot empathise because I mm. honestly have no experience of it. But you obviously like. Mm. I mean, I'm trying to empathise, yeah. obviously, but you obviously have yeah, so much experience with this, and um, we just want to say. We're thinking of you. Yeah, we're thinking of you. And we really hope that it works out. Yeah, I really hope it does. Please, like, let us know, actually. You've, yeah, you've got our details. We so, yeah, we're not going to tell everyone, but just, like, yeah, keep us in, in the loop because we would really love to hear. And if anyone else out there does have something that they need advice on, let us Please know. We're happy know. to keep you um, confidential. Yes. You don't have to come on the show. We can just do letters. Whatever you want, and Whatever it doesn't have to be relationships. It can honestly be, be anything. anything. Yeah. I, so. It can be the smallest um, little worry to – not even a worry, just like a question, something <laughs> like you want to be done. <laughs> like I said, it's yeah. fluid. This <laughs> show is fluid. Whatever you want, we will do it. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> okay, yeah, awesome.